Hello, I'm Ros Chandler from Fieldgate Flowers. You are listening to the Cut Flower Podcast. This is for you if you want to learn more about growing your own cut flowers. We'll cover loads of subjects, things like citing a patch, your soil, manure and compost, seeds and germination, perennials and biennials, foliage and so much more. We'll have some exciting guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening. I'm not lost, for I know where I am, but however, where I am may be lost. Winnie the Pooh. I believe that in life we all have a journey, a path that we're meant to take. For most of us, we don't manage to get on that path straight away, for whatever reason. Perhaps the law of the corporate world, earning the big bucks, family, whatever it is. But I do believe, and I have experienced in my own journey, that whatever you're intended to be on, You'll get there when it's your turn. One of my wonderful course clients, the fabulous Alice Hare, is a perfect example of this. As a child, Alice was bathed in nature, thanks to her father, who in her own words, has an amazing amount of knowledge about the the natural world, a wealth of knowledge which has passed to her and won her many pieces of cheese on a trivial pursuit board over the years. A busy career woman with two daughters under 10, two dogs and a husband. The career path Alice's life followed was one set out so many women her age, making millions for billionaires. Overseeing almost 400 pharmacies across England and Wales, with a total of 2,000 staff, a few years ago Alice started watching Gardener's World. It gave her some respite, an hour apiece at the end of the week in her busy life, and unknowingly it started to lead her to the road that she finds herself on now. I always enjoyed doing bits in the garden, said Alice. So I started planting and growing it became a weekend hobby. I loved it and I felt it helped me to relax. Her garden is known locally as the secret garden. Tucked behind the walls of the town, her initial interest in the cut flower course came from a desire to grow her own wedding flowers. One thing led to another, as it often does when someone gets the gardening bug, and eventually Instagram led Alice to book a place on my cut flower course and it was here she really began to find herself. After joining the Facebook group, she found herself absorbing as much information as she could through the forum, the tutorials, and the recommended reading, as she sat in dreary hotel rooms night after night in the name of her job. As part of the community, she learned and developed as her confidence in her creativity and her abilities grew. With her own raised beds installed in the garden, She began to see the joy growing your own cut flower garden can bring and the benefits it can have to mental health. Having such a high-pressured job, particularly during the pandemic, where I was just sat down on Zoom calls all day was difficult. Between calls, I used to escape to the garden. I'd just go and stand outside and look at the plants and flowers and take in the fresh air. I found it really helped. I just found it so therapeutic. And then she hit a wall. After the busiest year of her career, Alice suffered from the plague that's moving through many women in their 40s and 50s. She just purely burnt out. She needed a break. I was on the railway station in Cardiff. I needed to board the train to Swansea, and I just couldn't do it. I needed to go home and have some time, Alice told me. I just needed to stop. A period of convalescence in the garden followed, and it was here while watching the bees play and seeing life and nature do their thing, Alice's mind began to open and take her to the path that perhaps she'd always been meant to be on. This compounded with the burnout she was suffering, 
led her to understand that she needed to step away from the rat race and think again. The week I crashed, I sat in the garden on the sofa and I just looked at everything that I'd spent the last six months creating. Everything that I produced from your course was the therapy I got that week. Watching the bees playing and dipping in and out of hollyhocks was magical. In fact, that I think I spent a whole day just doing that and looking at that. Thankfully, Alice began to get better quite quickly and was able to turn her attention to her new journey. The journey she'd probably always meant to be on, a life with nature, growing flowers and offering joy. A friend of mine describes this as a period of rewilding, Alice continued. I think she's probably right. I had to completely rewire my thinking. My husband is a great believer in happiness being more important than money, whereas I'd always worked in the corporate world, which is all about making money and big numbers, and this path isn't about that. As she continues to get well, plans for Alice's own flower farming and floristry business are well underway. With an allotment and 10 beds already in the offing, Alice's journey is just truly heading in the direction she'd always meant to be on, and I, for one, am overjoyed. I have never been clear about what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go, Alice enthused, as we chatted. Following her journey as I did, with all the cut flower crew, it was exciting to see her confidence and her self-belief grow. In May, she told me, this month I started telling people that I'm going to be a flower farmer. It's scary saying it, to be honest. This led so many amazing conversations. I'm excited to see what the future holds, but I'm aware that I want to give back. As well as working towards creating a sustainable flower farming business that caters for weddings, events and funerals, and those special occasion bouquets, Alice is incredibly aware of the therapy that her blooms brought her. And when she was unwell, and she's keen to share that. And with years of pharmaceutical experience and a strong belief in social prescribing, she's perfectly placed to bring that to life. I'd love to create somewhere people can just come and be. I know there are lots of people who've been in the same situation as me who aren't lucky enough to have a garden or an outdoor space where they can immerse themselves in nature. I'd love to be able to allow people to just come and sit and watch the bees as I did. I think there's a lot to be said for social prescribing, and I would love to take more of a look at how flowers and floristry work within that context. I don't know whether it's the floristry, the growing, or just being outside that works, but something does, and I'd love to be able to help people that really need it. I'd want to be able to invite people to come and play with the flowers. I'd love to be able to give back in that way. I'm so excited to see how Alice's business and journey progresses. There is so much in her story that resonates with me and my own journey. And I'm so glad that sharing my knowledge and my path can help change lives in this way. Since we started offering the courses and growing the communities, I'm often humbled by people's stories. Many people find the courses and experience of growing flowers for their own enjoyment and the pleasure of others to be a therapeutic. And that's sometimes something I am so proud of. Like Alice, I am never happier or more content than when I'm amongst the flowers and nature. And I'm a great believer in the vast mental health benefits nature provides. I can't, wait, I can't wait to see where Alice's rewilding takes her. Thank you for listening. This has been the Cut Flower Podcast. Please do join us on our Facebook group, The Cut Flower Collective, for lots more hints and tips. Thank you.